free supply. Oh, that means. Hmm. Cool. I mean, are we, <laughs> are we looking at each other? Are we live? Ah, uh, apparently. I don't know, man. Uh, it looks like we're live up there, watching are ourselves we? in that one window. Uh, I, mean, I can't see myself. Be. Oh, hey, there we. There we go. I don't, oh, That's cool. Like, it fades in. Oh, this is. is the yep. new program, oh, guys. By yep. the way, sweet. Uh, we're using the Wirecast instead of the Ecam Live, so now we can broadcast to Facebook and YouTube from one camera. So that way, we're not looking back and forth to different cameras. But uh, hey, welcome. It's Monday. All right, we're always changing things up. Oh, hey, we're giving away orders again today? Yeah, it's Monday. We're back on the normal schedule. Normal. Normal giveaway yeah. day? So Monday, right. we Sweet. think we're going to give stuff away. I got some stuff pulled. So. All right, well, well you're going to wait for a couple people to join us, you know? Hopefully uh, in a minute or so we'll have 100 come some people. So in the meantime, how many we got today? How many we got? What? How many these oh, got? three. Uh, yeah, it's right. three. And nobody had stuff in their shopping cart. I don't know if you That's guys two are weeks in a row, not man. putting things in your shopping cart, but preferred reefers. So basically, what we're doing is we're giving stuff away, whether it's an order in the last 30 days uh, up to a certain dollar value or uh, stuff in your shopping cart. If you got stuff in your shopping cart and you're a preferred reefer, which you can you can sign up all over the page. It's it's kind of everywhere, product pages, what have you. Uh, but yeah, we right, you get sweet. a chance to get some stuff refunded. All right, so we, uh, we're going to talk about two-part stuff today, uh, different ones, just kind of difference between all of them, you know, because uh, there's eight million of them, and what's the difference? <laughs> and, uh, you know, before that, we'll give away these orders. So uh, this guy, uh, Bradley Vaughn of Greensboro, North Carolina, bought uh, 50 milliliters of uh, probiotic uh, bacteria from Aquaforest, as well as refuel uh, from Brightwell Aquatics, $37.34. Oh, nope. $34.98 uh, going back to uh, his account. So Brad. awesome, man. Awesome. Nice. Uh, next one. I'll do the next one. You get a big one. Big ish. Oh, well, that's a good one. Uh, this is Gene. Gene from Enfield, Connecticut. Uh, you got some Core 7s, the 1,000 mil set. So the $52 mm -hmm. set. Uh, just going to give that back to you. So you get a, pretty much get a free, however long that takes you, maybe a month or so to dose. You oh, got a whole yeah, month on us. All right, and James uh, Metz uh, from Brooklyn, New York. He got a aquarium salt mix, two hundred gallon sack from Red Sea. That big bag in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, eighty three bucks. Uh, do yourself a screen top, uh, hanging clips from Red Sea also, uh, and uh, it is a total of one hundred and four dollars and forty nine cents going back to your account. So sweet. Nice. Uh, just for you know, be a preferred reefer. See the link at the bottom, and either your order or the stuff in your cart can be free. Cool. All right, I think we got how many? How many can you tell about? How many people are here? Uh, I don't know this new program. Up oh, 200, 205 on YouTube. YouTube. Good enough, man. Good yeah. enough. All right, so we're gonna answer questions about uh, two part today. We're also uh, just gonna kind of muddle our way through. I talk a lot about uh, major, minor, and trace elements for uh, Friday's. this Friday's video. Yeah. We are on track to release it. Get back <laughs> on on schedule. So the hybrid series, we'll put uh, put that back on. All right, so let's start with uh, the original, man, or I don't know, amongst the originals anyway. I mean, who is the original two-part? I've always heard it was the balling type method. The balling method? I mean, it says on the box, the original balling method, but... That's balling. I would say, though. I'm curious if anybody here knows what the first two-part that, like, ever came out is. I mean, it labeled as, like, that kind of thing. Uh, man, share it in the comments. I'd be interested to see what people think. Huh. But I'm pretty certain it's either the balling method uh -huh. uh, coming out of Germany or this ESV one's been around like for, for a really, really long time, Bionic. Yep. And I wonder how long the one from Two Little Fishes has been around. It's been a long time too. No, it's not Bio Pronto. Uh, what is he called? What was I don't know, it's like AB. Yeah, so, no, yeah I think not, that's it. I think it's, it's just AB. AB. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we're going to start with the oldest, or one of the oldest ones here, uh, and that's uh, Bionic. So, you know, the biggest difference between all this stuff is trace elements, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, what else is it going to be? You know, I mean, so the, there's two parts here, and there's like all the way up to like seven parts, you know? So yeah. we call them all two parts just because that's what, you know, the hobby does. Uh, basically because it's adding calcium and alkalinity, and then it adds a bunch of other stuff as well, mm -hmm. uh, all the trace elements and whatnot. So we're just gonna try to like explore the different approaches to trace elements, I guess, today, you know, because that's really the only difference between almost all of this stuff is mm -hmm. how they approach it. Not just like, uh, you know, how many bottles it is, how many things they are, but like the cost and, uh, you know, is it worth all the dosing pumps and stuff that some of them need, you know? So, you know, we'll just kind of approach it all. So first thing, we'll give me your thoughts on, on uh, ESV, I guess. I'll give you everything I know about it, which is, not, not much. 
<laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I've seen it around a lot. The only uh, what, I, what I was telling him before the camera is like, what do I know about the ESV? Well, I do know like in the larger sizes, it, uh, you have to dilute it um, up to a certain point that they have marked on there. I think it's uh, major, mainly because they don't want to ship shipping, around water. Yeah, super I mean, expensive. So. Yeah, super expensive, and then you can damage and uh, oh, I mean, heavier. And stuff. Yeah. So uh, outside of that, yeah, it's good stuff, uh, I guess. All right, man. I mean, even this thing says don't store below 60 degrees, probably because it will start to precipitate out, oh, yeah. and, and then you'll have to, like, you know, soak it in hot water again. Uh, so, Bionic to me, man, is one of the original guys. Uh, it is one of the only, like, true two parts uh, out there, meaning that there's actually only one part uh, or two parts attached to it. Has uh, calcium in it in part one. No, part one's alkalinity. Part two is calcium. And then they mix a bunch of trace elements right in the bottle. So yeah. it's only two parts, two dosing pumps. That's it, and you get the whole thing. Now, the upside of that is it's super easy. Also, uh, uh, ESV is cheap, you know, amongst the cheapest options out there for like a retail two-part. Hmm. You know, the downside to this kind of approach is that it doesn't have every trace element out there, you know. Yeah. There's only so many you can mix like in. 70 or somewhere around there, nope. 70 oh, and this plus. One? No, 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 I mean like total? Uh, in total. Yeah. I think Tropic Marin or somebody, uh, I think Lou was telling us like there's 70 plus total, but most, a lot of these have like 20 some in there, or some mm -hmm. of them have 20 some in there, 23, but. Yeah, so you can't mix them all in there though, otherwise they'll precipitate out, uh, especially when you got super high concentrations of alkalinity or super high concentrations of calcium. Mm. The stuff will precipitate out. So I'll just go ahead and like throw a couple out there that this thing seems to be maintained. It's uh, got carbonate and then sodium, uh, bicarbonate, sulfate, borate, fluoride, iodide, uh, uh, selenate, uh, and uh, vanadate. So, you know, they got a whole bunch of things in that one. And then this one uh, inside the calcium one, they got calcium, magnesium, potassium, bromide, strontium, lithium, barium, rubium, iron, zinc, nickel, copper, magnesium, cobalt, and chromium. So there's quite a few, but it isn't like the full breadth of, yeah. oops, lost a cap there. Uh, it's not the whole breadth of, of uh, you know, trace elements, but I don't know, man, if you really need to like maintain every last one of them, you know? So like with a lot of them, you get like molybdenum and stuff, and those things definitely have a role in photosynthesis and they control the rates of photosynthesis and stuff, but you know, like, you know, it's more complex, risk of overdosing and all that kind of stuff, you're doing it by yourself. So I think a lot of people are just gonna find this to be, you know, more than satisfactory because it's cheap, it's easy, and it's better than none. I'm not playing, you know? yeah, I'm not playing mad scientist with individual bottles. So yeah. if they do it for me, and okay, yeah, great. I'm yeah, one of the universal things is, uh, what will most like, super experienced reefers tell you, never ever dose. Something you're not testing for? Yep, that's it, right? <laughs> that don't don't dust anything to the tank you're not testing for, yeah. which in the past, man, meant like like almost nothing really, unless you trust that it's mixed in your proper, mm -hmm. like you don't want to do magic elixir. Uh, but now with ICP testing, you can really dose uh, a lot of different things. And then, you know, if you got to test it every month to know that you're on track, you're probably not using the right thing. But you can test it every uh, quarter, you know, every, year or bi-yearly or whatever and just kind of make sure whatever you're doing isn't going way off track yeah. like you know way 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 far away from natural seawater all right so the next approach uh, i guess is when you start adding trace elements into the individual bottles here mm -hmm. uh did we get the triton one up here man uh, oh there it is yeah right in front there you go so uh, here's Triton Core 7. Uh, one of the four. One of the four, you know, there's a bunch of them up here. Yeah. And so, you know, with the Triton solution, what they've done is made them into four. I won't put all four of them up here, but you know, they've, they've turned it into a, uh, four different products. And then the advantage of using four different products is that you can put the trace elements in with the bottles, mm -hmm. right? And then when you put it in with the, uh, with the four different bottles, you can add more, right? And so more okay. trace elements. And the cool thing about the Triton method is like attached to it is the fact that you are going to use ICP testing, yeah. right? And so like part of the DNA of the whole thing is actually proved that it works. Well, you know, yeah, like, along with that testing is not only, not only do I, is it included in each one of these and I can test for them, but if I need to make corrections to an individual one, the Triton's got all of the ones that you test for, like we were talking about. If you're not testing for it, don't dose it, but I can actually dose molly up them and straight to the tank if I'm low on it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could dose that exact thing. So to me, that's the coolest thing that's really happened to two parts in the last couple of years is accountability. 
Like uh, before, it was magic elixir, dump it in, and you know, hope it works. You know, and some of the customers or some of the uh, uh, vendors man, would you know be more trustworthy than others, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, but like really, what this is added is you know this thing's designed to be used with uh, a, a trace element, so you know, or with a test kit. So you know it saying, hey, man, it actually works, you know, and then if, if it doesn't, here's a way to correct it, you know, with this distinct advice. So, you know, it's four parts, you know, a couple of, uh, what would you say, some uh, upsides to Triton's are, uh, I guess. Uh, specifically for the Core 7 is how concentrated this stuff is. The stuff is, like, super concentrated, more so than, like, two-part. For example, when we were on the 160, when we were doing, or we were doing just standard soda ash and calcium chloride, uh, I think by the time that we cut it off and switched over to Triton, we were at 155 mils per day of alkalinity and calcium. Uh, and then I hooked up the the seven times concentrated uh, Triton stuff and the 60 mils a day, 60, 65 mils a day was enough to buffer what we were doing at 150, 160 mils a day of two parts. So uh, like lost half of it or more than half of it. So we're dosing less, which means I'm not using as much too. So I'm not adding, I guess, uh, I don't know if the, uh, would you increase wonder how the sodium chloride levels are on, on this versus our standard two part. I think it's, the sa- it's, it's just the same. same. It's just yeah. so you can get it more concentrated. Yeah. So, so. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I'd say the upside to this one is, is that same things, man. We're adding trace elements. We're adding accountability. It's more concentrated. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more expensive because you got like a more advanced approach. Yeah. Uh, a couple of downsides to it. Oh, another upside to it is it comes in like multiple formulations, right? Okay. And so, you know, you have the Triton method, which is really to me just a four part or two part that's designed to be used with a refugium. Right. You know, it's just a four part or two part that if you have a refugium, there's some things that like catomorpha and whatever uptakes, you know, so iron and whatnot. And so this, you know, replaces those things in an environment where those things we know full well are being uptaken. So uh, they have the other methods, you know. Yeah, which is just without the stuff for macroalgae growth. Yep. So, so if you don't have refugiums, stuff, other method. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then there's the the base elements, with which is the not seven times concentrated stuff. So you can, I mean, some some people have you know small takes or you know small demands where they just can't use seven times concentrated stuff. Uh, but you want all you want the benefits of trace elements too. But they so they have the uh, the standard base elements that isn't concentrated but does have trace elements in it also. And then you could just dose uh, more. Or you could dose that instead of seven times concentrated. Get the I same think that trace one's pretty elements. Rare for now, yeah, yeah for the most yeah, part. Most part of this core sevens are the biggest thing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So then, I mean, now we've upped the game, right? So we uh, went from a handful of trace elements inside two bottles to a whole slew of them inside of four different bottles, and then uh, you know that ex- that approach just keeps expanding. You know, so within that, there is next the Red Sea guy. So. Red Sea has a different approach, you know, it's to their two-part. So it has uh, a three-part, which is the calcium, the alkalinity, and then the magnesium. Mm-hmm. And then they handle trace elements uh, with their, four you know, uh, uh, trace colors program, which is four different of these dosing bottles, you know. So here's the thing with that is you almost certainly have greatly expanded the total amount of elements that you can dose by keeping all of the trace elements uh, separate. Not only have you like effectively dosed them, uh, because a lot of them say they probably have all this stuff in there, Mm -hmm. but by keeping them separate like that, you almost certainly are dosing them in an effective manner where, you know, it's not precipitated out in any fashion, you know, because I could throw anything in a bottle and it, you know, will add, but will it add in a usable form? Right. You know, so, uh, you know, to me, man, uh, like the seven part here is, uh, you know, probably, you know, I, I don't know, I can't say it's the best option out there, but what I'd say is it's probably the one of the better approaches, you know, because it's probably gonna have the most uh, total available trace elements. More there. comprehensive in the, in all of the trace minor major, ma- minor major trace element type? Probably, uh, maybe not the most, I'm not gonna go ahead and say that, but yeah. like probably the most effective, you know, especially when you start to get into the halogens and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, yeah, with that though, uh, a couple downsides. Uh, if you want to automate everything, uh, each one needs its own dosing pump, dosing head, which you know isn't terrible these days. With uh, f- you know, you get dosers with four heads that are just built in automatically, mm-hmm. um, and then you could add on like a, a you know a slave doser or an additional doser that ties into that, and all of them can be programmed. 
Um, otherwise, you're kind of seven dosing, heads now. But you got yeah. Yeah, you got seven heads. Seven, uh, seven things to buy. Seven heads to maintain. And or dosing, dose. dosing by hand. You dose by hand if you remember. So one of the things I'd say about like dosing anything, stability. Mm. So if I'm gonna dose these things like willy nilly, like every third Sunday. Uh, and then I'm gonna skip half of them because uh, you know I'm just lazy. I don't know, but like I probably wouldn't do it at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd probably pick something different. Like, you know, dosing this thing that you know reliably and stably does half as many elements mm -hmm. is probably better than doing you know two or three times as many elements, but doing it really unstably. Yeah. So you know, I think if you want one of the better approaches, it's probably this one. Uh, it's also the most expensive of all of the two parts that we sell, both in just the two parts itself. But I think also once you add in the trace element thing, man, now it's is by far the mm -hmm. most expensive option. But you know, uh, the most advanced approaches are generally not the cheapest uh, well, or the easiest. Yeah, you true. know. So uh, all right, let's step it up, man. We got now. I would say you know, going totally different direction is the Tropic Marin guy. So the Tropic Marin one is the balling method. And they take like a slightly different approach to this. Uh, you know, it kind of gets back to just two part. Mm -hmm. And you know, the first one, just there's part A, B and C. Part A clearly says in the front of the box, man, calcium chloride. You know, that, yeah. that's it. You know. <laughs> uh, the next one says clearly states sodium carbonate and, and bicarbonate. bicarbonate. So yeah. it's like a mix, yeah. right? Uh, probably have a lower pH than straight, uh, you know, sodium carbonate or soda ash. And uh, then they have part C, which is, you know, I wish they could label this thing better. A, a non-sodium chloride. Uh, sodium chloride free salt. Sodium chloride. There you go. Sodium chloride free salt. Mm. Yeah, like what does sodium chloride free salt mean to the average person? It's super, uh, really, I think it's been confused. Could we really say dry time. trace elements? There you go, dry trace elements, bingo. Uh, that's really simple. Really all right? it is, right? So yeah, all it is is all your trace elements go into the third bottle, dosed in the same amount as your uh, part A and B. Yeah. And why they call it sodium uh, chloride free salt is because, you know, if you break up salt, it's or the sea salt. It's going to be sodium, chloride, calcium, alkalinity, and then like everything else that's in the water, mm -hmm. right? Including magnesium and whatnot. So in this case, uh, what they've done is they add sodium and chloride in a bottle. They add sodium uh, or, or uh, calcium chloride rather, right. and they put sodium carbonate and bicarbonate in a bottle. So they got all those covered. This is everything else. So okay. all the other things in, in one bottle, uh, and I guess I don't know how they get around the precipitation issue, but it's probably at a way lower concentrate than a lot of other ones, so it probably okay. doesn't have the same issues. Huh. Uh, and it's just dosing the same amounts. So you got part A, B, and C, and you just dose the same amounts. Really, really simple. I can't remember how many he said, but he's like, uh, and uh, we did a conference with call with him the other day, and he said like, all trace elements in there other than the radioactive ones that they're not going to mess with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so can't blame him on that. So, you know, I don't know. Super cool. Uh, you know, really easy, too. It's, and, and honestly, uh, there's a couple other things about uh, Tropic Marin. Uh, you got a couple of them? Uh, pharma grades, pharma grade chemicals. So, yep. uh, yeah, the materials pharma grade, which we've uh, talked about extensively on our BRCV Investigate stuff. Um, uh, which doesn't leave sludge and unsolubles in your bottom of your thing. So I'm comfortable mixing it up and using it. Uh, I can also use it with, you know, other two parts if I don't want to use balling. Mm -hmm. I want part one and part two or part A and part B. So, yeah. Uh, so I just say purity number one. Yeah. Like I, I, we haven't actually, this wasn't one of the ones that we sent in. So, cause we didn't stock it at the time, but uh, you know, uh, the pharmaceutical grade standard is uh, a actual definable standard that you know meets all kinds of criteria mm -hmm. uh, to be able to sold that pet grade just doesn't exist you know there isn't one uh, so there's an actual standard that meets uh, you know human pharmaceutical needs for the purity standard and it's actually not one of the more expensive options either oh you yeah know? that's true it is pretty it, relatively cheap compared to some other ones so especially yeah. if you're i mean if you're adding this to something like you know pharma grade two part here or the A and B even though I mean what'd you say like this was a few bucks yeah. uh, a month in general any of the ones that are powder uh, are Just way 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 cheaper because they're not selling you water <laughs> and not only they're not selling you water but they didn't have to ship water around the world three times you know uh, to you know from Germany to New York to you know bulk resupply to back to you you know like that's really expensive and you just end up paying for it and water is you know near free for most reefers who have an RO system so uh, you know 
this is a, a really affordable option. Uh, other than what? What's what's cheaper than that one? For trace element approach? No, just two part. Uh, just oh, the cheapest. Mm -hmm. uh, you're talking like the stuff off of the shelf. I mean, yeah, stuff that we sell. Dude. Oh, so okay. Uh, I mean, because you can go to the grocery store and get some cheap stuff, but I mean, yeah, you can I'm, go buy anywhere, man. Soap and stuff. I'm dude. not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna dose that to my tank. So I mean, in bulk form, uh, we have it. Yeah. All right. And it's farmer grade too, so. Yep, so, you know, our two part. So this one's a kind of interesting topic because, you know, we're talking about trace elements and how many trace elements does uh, BRS two part have? Zero. Yeah, zero, man, we just don't address it. Nah. Uh, and there is a reason for that is because, you know, we just didn't want to uh, overcomplicate it. We don't want to make it expensive. And to be honest, man, you can have a pretty darn successful tank without even thinking about trace elements at all. Wow. I mean, then 80% of the tanks out there. Uh, Water changes and two-part. Yep, it'll probably always be somewhat depleted in many of the trace and minor elements. Still but awesome tanks. The, the results <laughs> speak them for themselves. So, you know, you yeah. can see tens of thousands of successful tanks that are just managing uh, major or minor elements, mm -hmm. or, or major elements with like uh, calcium chloride and sodium carbonate or bicarbonate. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, making sure that trace elements aren't depleted, you know, totally with uh, a uh, you know, water change, a decent water change schedule. And so, you know, one of the things that, uh, out there is, you know, A, the BRS two part here is going to be the cheapest retail option. Like a gallon of it is uh -huh. like four bucks or yeah. something like that. You know, it's pretty, pretty darn cheap. Uh, and, uh, you know, beyond that, there's the purity standards that come, come with being, you know, pharmaceutical grade that just goes way beyond it. And like, that isn't like a sales pitch, it's just real. So, you know, you can go back and watch all of the videos that we did on the purity of these things. We sent them out to ICP MS testing to a real lab, uh, not a hobby grade lab, and got real reports back on shared with. It's it, visually, literally. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, you can you see can with the eye. see it. Yeah. Difference between brown town and about, you know, this much at the bottom of the mixing, uh, the mixing cones that have whatever in it uh, versus just clear and nothing. Well, that's part of the pharmaceutical grade standard is yeah. that they have to be able to remove all of the undissolved particulates. It's really what it is, is there's like a handful of things you need to do to meet the USP standard. And then just to do that, though, you have to remove almost everything else just to be able to get to that standard. So that's why it's so much better. Worse than our all benefit. Fronts. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So. What do I, what if you want to do trace elements though, you know, and you want to dose trace elements and you want to use the cheap two part that's not, you know, high quality, but also, you know, affordable for your tank. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I gotta tell you, there's a few different options. There's a couple different things yeah. we talked yep. about. We've talked about uh, several different options, like uh, using Fonamarin trace one, two, three with mm -hmm. R two part. And there's a, some formulas out there. You can add this stuff in there. We talked about using Red Seas trace one, two, three based off of calcium consumption and based off of R two part. Let's the final one first, man. So let's yeah. share that one. So do you remember how it goes? Ooh, I just I just uh, answered this video. I I watched the beginning part of it and then sent it off. But uh, as I, far know, as the, I don't remember the, the actual numbers, dosage. it's like yeah, it's really small. It's uh, it's like ten mils or so, six mils or something to of trace one to calcium, and then certain amount of mils, like very small amount to of trace of three to the alkalinity, and then that's it. Yeah, so there's three options. You want to dose trace elements with a BRS two part. There's three super easy options. One is a Tropic Marin. You dose, you dump in some of the color stuff right in the two part. So you Fair. kind of essentially make one of these guys, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's super cheap. And the second one is dose trace elements or the trace colors from Red Sea. And the third one is use Tropic Marin. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll just kind of hit on that that first one with uh, the Fauna Marin. The Fauna Marin. The yep. Fauna Marin is uh -huh. uh, again. You're you're gonna take. They have three different uh, ones. I think Trace will actually go three. into one. Yeah, yeah, I think that you actually magnesium that, one or something. That but seems right. You dose it right into the two part and you just make your own two part now that solution. has trace elements mm -hmm. in it, and mm -hmm. it's just a solution, super yep. easy. The second one is with the Red Sea. The way they do trace elements is for uh, they correlate to the amount of calcium that you use. You know, so. Uh, well, we have a known amount of calcium inside the calcium chloride, so Red Sea shared the formula with us. And the way that it works is for every 51 milliliters of calcium or alkalinity solution they use of BRS, one milliliter of their four trace elements. So if you're using easy. BRS stuff, yeah, like 
you want to use four dosing heads, go ahead and, you know, just for every 50, 51, it's really 51, but you could probably do every 50. Yeah, even at those low cons, if you're only dosing like 50 mils uh, or even uh, 100 mils of calcium to your tank, you know, that means only two, one or two mils of each one of these. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even probably waste a dosing head on that. I'd get a little pipette that yeah, has probably. maybe graduated graduated, and stick it in there. You uh. can do it probably at that point weekly, too. Yeah. So it's not like they're going ah, fluctuating true. all over the crazy so place. About, so, yeah. yeah, so like if I dose filling 50 milliliters a day, you know, this means I would do seven milliliters a, in week, a week. Right? So every Sunday, I could just, just measure at seven milliliters of each one done. and put it in there. Yeah, I'd be comfortable. Uh, yeah, for sure. So that's pretty simple. Uh, how about here's the one though you know this is the one that I think like almost everybody <laughs> is like aha you know finally you know why didn't I think of this before this is what I told the guy on SBRS TV when he was asking about the Fonda Marin stuff is that hey you might want to watch Friday's video because Ryan makes a pretty compelling argument to using Tropic Marin Okay. To add trace elements to our BRS two part. Yeah, I, I think it is pretty compelling because I talked to uh, the guys over at Track Marin and they're like, hey man, can we use this thing with BRS two part? And they're like, oh yeah, for sure. I'll get you the formula. Mm -hmm. So they shared the formula with us, and this is how it goes. Uh, it's you know their part A is calcium chloride. Hmm. Calcium chloride. Uh, their part B is uh, you know sodium carbonate and bicarbonate carbon. Here's sodium carbonate. You can make your own mix if you wanted to, but like it's the same thing. So why not just use a trace element mix with this one? Ours is like almost twice as concentrated as their A and B. So I use a little bit more of this stuff to make an equal solution. But I think it's seven and a half or seven scoops. Seven scoops. So seven have, scoops. There's a scoop in here. Yeah. There's a little scoop in here, mm -hmm. and there's some grams. We're gonna release that video here this uh, this Friday. But I think yeah. you're gonna probably do a video just yeah. specific to this thing. Just measuring it out and giving you the exact amounts for. Yeah, I think it's seven you scoops to make one gallon, and then if you make one gallon trace element uh, solution, uh, you're gonna dose it in the exact same amount as you would BRS two parts. Yeah, so easy. I got. 50 milliliters calcium, 50 milliliters of alkalinity, 50 milliliters of trace element solution. That's easy. Done, dude. And you know what? <laughs> this this box costs a total of 15 bucks and is going to make seven gallons. Or no, 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 five gallons. Five. Five gallons of uh, trace the, element, the trace element gallons. That's amazing. Three bucks. Yeah. So for three bucks, man, I'm in. You know, like this, I, like I don't care what you. And a you, third dosing head. And, well, even a third dosing Which, head. That's true. That's not. I mean, that's not but a big deal either. Ongoing cost three bucks. You know, here's the thing, man. It's like trace elements. Yes, no, whatever. However you feel about it. If I can get, you know, eighty twenty, this thing get eighty percent of the benefit for three dollars a month. I don't need to see anything miraculous. You know, the sky doesn't need to part and, uh, you know, show me an incredible 80% faster growth rates and coloration. And, like, you don't need to really blow me away. Uh, I just need to know, man, that I'm doing a lot better than I was doing before for three bucks. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, you know, for me, man, like, I... I'm like, I'm gonna do this, you know, because uh, why not at, at that mm -hmm. low, super low cost. Mm -hmm. So I think it's time to answer some questions here. We went through all of it. We got a half hour left to answer questions. Looks like Dave finally figured out how to run the, the question thing here. We got so a lot of them pending. Well, uh, shoot, congratulations, Dave. I mean, one day we're gonna get to the end of this uh, goofy, around we're trying new softwares and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so. Uh, can, let's, let's go to Glenn here. Can Part C Tropic Marin Ball and be mixed into the ATO with caulk? I don't think you can mix it in with the caulk, but it's just dose the amount of calcium. So you could figure out. Oh, yeah, uh oh, he crashed us. Uh, you can figure out how much calcium uh, is in the caulk. You know, we'd have to do some math on that thing, but. I think, uh I think we kind of figured that, well, it's max saturation, based on max saturation. Yeah, yeah. There's calculators out there, but the, most of them are based on max saturation because, I mean, you could really make a saturation based off of any, you know, up to two teaspoons. So as a basis, I think that most calculators will do a max saturation, two teaspoons per gallon. Uh, but I think we did a video on the Red Sea portion on max saturation and how much to dose on that. But there's calculated uh, that... Ah, what's that web, that reef calculator that you use all the time? I think it's called uh, reef calculator. It's probably, I think it is, <laughs> like reef calculator. And that's the one that we found that has the max saturation calculator. You can base your calcium, co or yeah. calcium consumption off of that. So if you're using calc, I think you could absolutely use that. You'd probably figure out a dosing pump, but you, I don't think you could mix it in. I I don't think that would probably work. Because hmm. they're kept separate for a reason. Yeah. All right. Cool. So is there a trace? How about uh, Nathaniel here? Is there a trace element uh, supplement that can be used in the calcium reactor? I, th I think this is something that we're interested in testing too. That maybe 
I mean, you could probably use a cell. I would say you know, maybe use a secondhand one, but who's to say that there's not trace elements wrapped up in the skeletal, you know, media that we're melting to make new skeletons? So uh, probably to some degree, maybe not all of them, but... You know what? I think it's going to really depend on the media that you get. Like, uh, I mean, I, 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 we're going to find out the answer to this question, and I think you'll probably see it in a couple of months here. But, like, the if you look at the, you know, reef bones or whatnot from uh, Two Little Fishes, it's little pieces of Acropora in there. Mm -hmm. Like, right? I, I know exactly what that is. Uh, and uh, then, you know, if you look at your, you know, arms or whatnot, a lot of them look like little pebbles, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, so I don't really know what it is. It's clearly some kind of like limestone yeah. or whatnot, yeah. but or, or not limestone necessarily, but calcium carbonate. You know, calcium carbonate. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know, and then the the different sizes are different materials. So uh, one might be better than another one, uh, and some of them are actually like you know lab grade type of precipitated you know media. So you know definitely it's gonna be different. The thing about trying to get a supplement that's gonna match that is you're gonna try to figure out like you know, what media is there, what's in your media, and then what and am then, I missing? Yeah, and then go try to dose the missing stuff. Yeah, I think calcium reactor, your best bet is water, uh, water, changes, water changes, man, and what yeah. use the best media possible uh, for a trace element. And then if there's something in there like critical that you weren't getting, like mm. just dose it by hand. You yeah. know, like use a test kit or, or ICP or something to figure out, you know, if you really, really thought something was important, you know, address those things specifically. Mm. All right, pick one out, man. Uh, I like this. Christopher is wondering what the best affordable dosing pump is for two part. Uh, I would have to my when I when I first started two part uh, the BRS two part one point one mil doser was the cheapest one for me or most affordable if you will. I mean there's some other ones out there that have multiple dosing heads, but if you want to talk about like a a pump that feels uh, like it was gonna last me, I've had them both. I've had like uh, you know the eBay ones, the Amazon ones, uh, you know just some from uh you know some from alibaba and then i've had brs dosers i've had neptune doses uh when it came down to like how often i replacing a head out i replaced uh i had i think one of my amazon or ebay ones lasted me a few months and replaced had to replace a head but i think i still have in my closet the two brs two part to 1.1 mil dosers i had on my very first tank so uh and like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. I don't know if I've ever, I mean, I, I, I go through a lot of those things here because they're all over the place, but yeah. uh, I don't know if I've ever had one on a tank that I actually failed. Oh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're, they're certainly, they're they certainly last a long time. So this is what I'd say is, uh, you know, affordable. You know, a lot of people like, you know, little digital interfaces and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And like, I think the Bubble Magus uh, from our offering is probably the cheapest option for that. Yeah. You know, the you know difference is, I mean, it's obviously you a, a heads. cheap product, but yeah. it, you get three heads, you get a little interface with it. Uh, and, you know, the one thing I'll say is it's a uh, friction. A lot of those pump, pump heads like that are friction based. Oh, so there's yeah. like a little rod that okay. sticks out there that, you know, hits on some rubber wheels and spins it and, you know, it'll work good as long as the friction is good, yeah. I guess. Uh, whereas like a... Versus the, like a tooth gear type gears, gear. Uh -huh. Yeah, so uh, like the BRS one is a geared option. Mm -hmm. I, I would assume the, like a, the uh, dose is a geared option. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, if I had any option available to me, 100%, and I owned an Apex, like, I'd just save up and buy the dose. If I already owned an Apex, I, you know, if you got to buy Apex, it's a different story. But, uh, like, if it, that thing doses the appropriate flow rate, you know, for whatever it is you're dosing, the Step amount the motor, uh, by yeah. default, mm -hmm. it's super, super easy. It tracks the amount you dose on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's no other option, man. Like, uh, was it 300 bucks? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. But most of them, you know, you buy two pump heads and I'm going to be into this for 140 bucks. Yeah, it's Halfway probably there. double that, yeah. but man, like, uh, worth it. Yeah, I worth think it's worth it, it over the long run, man, you'll be happy you bought that. But that's only if you own Apex. Outside of that, the thing about the deep, the BRS dosers that, like, I just think it's overlooked a lot is if I buy a different doser, it's really hard to control the flow rate or impossible really. And so it just spurts out, you know, calcium and alkalinity, which makes isolated areas of super, super high concentrated calcium and alkalinity. Mm. Whereas the BRS doper, doser does 1.1 milliliter a Constant. minute. It's like change. drip, <laughs> drip, 
drip. Yeah. You know, it's just super slow. So if I'm making chemistry changes to the tank, man, it should be slow. Mm. And so it's accurate, it's slow, it's low profile, it's easy to mount, super quiet, doesn't make any noise. Downside, you need a timer to run it. Yeah. So it's not as easy as just like saying, hey, I want 100 milliliters and hit 100 milliliters on the interface. I need to, to figure out, you know, that this does 1.1 milliliters. Yeah. So divide 100 by 1.1. That's the amount of minutes it needs to be on. Put it in my timer and then roll. You know, so the amount you dose is just more minutes, less minutes, rather than uh, you know the equation of or just hitting milliliters. So uh, I guess a tiny, tiny bit of thought more into it, but you know, effectively, it's it's way better, man, than most of the options. It's just quiet. It's easy to use. It's slow. It's meaning it's appropriate for the application. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I don't know. You also, you know, one of the things that they do break sometimes, man. So. But it's a BRS product here, so the stuff that they we actually us. make here, yeah. right? Like, uh, you call up your uh, like uh, unhappy because your doser broke. Wait, what's your answer? Uh, okay, I'll get you another one. New one, <laughs> like I cut the cord, throw in the trash. Yeah, man. Like, I'll get uh, you a new one. Yeah, get a new one. Like, don't even bother sending it. You know, so like uh, I think that you're gonna that is an advantage for sure. All right, so let's pull another one, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what do we got here? Okay, well, hey, can you dose uh, oh, Tropic Marin C with two parts? So uh, if you missed it, yeah, we, yep. You the, can. Yeah, you just go ahead and mix this guy up, seven scoops, I think, to uh, uh, to make a gallon of solution, and you dose the exact amount you would of your BRS two parts. So if you're dosing 100 milliliters of calcium and alkalinity, 100 milliliters of the new part C, trace elements, cost three bucks a gallon. There yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this one for sure. Yeah, uh, that's for sure. I mean, it's super easy. I don't I, see why you shouldn't. I, so. I wish we would have found that out a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I have a 90 gallon tank uh, and I've uh, been dosing 50 milliliters calcium for three weeks and still have no reading in my... Where's the rest of it? Where's the rest? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, uh, here it comes. Here it comes. It's the little tiny guy oh over there. Oh my gosh. Uh, and there's still no reading in my tank. Can some help? Uh, other reasons are good. If you have no reading of calcium in your tank, uh, the test kit's no good. Dosing or, 50 mils? Yeah. So this is what weeks. I would say, man. Mm. Uh, when you're dosing any of these things and you got a problem, there's just a couple of steps you should go through every time. Mm -hmm. uh, first off, if your test kit's telling you something totally crazy, it's probably your test kit or your testing method. Yeah. You know, like, so because totally crazy is rare. Right. Test again, or test again, and, and or test against something, some other kit, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you test against another kit, but almost certainly, like if I if I'm dosing calcium chloride and it's telling me that I'm not dosing calcium, it's almost certainly kit. the kit or, <laughs> or procedure or something, right? Yeah. And so the first thing I would do, man, every time is I go to the reef calculator. I put in my or the tank size. I put in what my calcium level should be, what I want or what I want it to be, what it is. Dose the amount to correct it and go back and test in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It should be accurate. If it is, uh, then, you know, something else going on in your tank, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I will tell you the most common, but like actually number one for sure, uh, I'm dosing tons of calcium and alkalinity, but the levels won't go up. What's the problem? It's precipitating somewhere? You're dosing it's, too much. It's like too much, yeah. I mean, it's totally contradictive to like what you would think, man. Like I'm adding more, like why wouldn't I get more? Mm. Uh, it's because you raise the levels up too high, all those little fresh uh, ions of calcium and alkalinity are actually precipitating out, it's dropping. Yeah. It's gonna go below where you were at before, right? Mm. Uh, and it creates a precipitation event, you know? Uh, and so you'll specifically notice it if you got white crust all over your heaters and oh, pumps yeah. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, and so like, one of the things I'll also tell you, so you've identified you got this problem per se, and I would just stop dosing everything, man. Like stop dosing for like a day or two, right? And then go take that correction, or go to the calculator, find out how much you need to raise it, and then come back tomorrow, see how much it's dropped, and then start dosing that amount daily, you know, yeah. to see where it takes you. It's probably like, you know, one fifth of the amount that you were dosing before, if not less. Uh, and so. Really, the instinct is, uh, hey, I'm dosing and it's not working. Dose, dose more. more. Dose yeah. more. It's getting worse. And every time you up it, it actually it's gets worse. worse. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's kind of like hit a reset button and start way low again is uh, often the solution. Uh, shoot yeah, for one. One thing I'd like to, oh, one thing I'll mention about that too is uh, when I, for me, when I got into 
there was like a progression in the hobby on Neil, how much I was learning. You know, uh, for a while it was just, hey, keep this box with water changes like they told me to. And I'm not testing you know, anything really. I mean, I can test my salinity. And that's probably about it. But when I started to progress in the hobby, where you know now I'm like targeting specific chemistry levels in my tank to grow these corals like alkalinity and calcium, uh, you know I need to also increase my uh, you know my testing kits, you know more or less. I mean there's some testing kits out there that get you a pretty good ballpark range. If you're but when you purposefully are trying to target specific numbers, I kind of want a test kit that also is designed for more accuracy so I can more accurately push for those numbers. So uh, some of those there's something to be said for me personally about like upgrading uh, my testing kits to ones that are like well known from like used from people like you. Yeah, uh, if I asked you, well, what your testing kits you would use, and I'm trying to do the same thing you're doing, I'll probably go and buy, get those same test kits. Well, there's just test kits you would use for like a freshwater, or, or not freshwater, but like a fish-only tank that is tiny or something, mm -hmm. man. And then there's a test kit you would use when I'm going to invest a lot of time and money in this. It's just different, yeah. you know. Uh, accuracy is different. And, you know, one of the things that I like, my pet peeves actually, is uh, the word accuracy because... Uh, I got news for you, man. Like you're buying a sixteen dollar test kit that you know came out of Holland, passed through three different hands, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, man, there was two dollars worth of stuff inside there by the time it's you know gotten through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And you know the accuracy on it is like a hobby grade accuracy test. This isn't a lab, man. So accuracy yeah. isn't the work, right? Right. right. It's consistency. Yeah. You know, consistent. Can I get consistent results? Can I perform this the same way? Is it easy to read? Can I get consistent results? And I, I see a lot of people out there like, oh, my test kit's bad. You know, I tested my Red Sea against my Salford, and you know, the Salford was a high, so I know for sure that uh, it was wrong. Like, well, why do you trust the Salford over the Red Sea, or vice versa, or the Checker, or whatever? Like, none of those are like, you know, sent from God to tell us for <laughs> sure what your alkalinity is, and they all have their, you know, inaccuracies. And like. Uh -huh. You know, one of the things is like titration method is definitely a better method for alkalinity than uh, the color metric method mm -hmm. uh, for the Hanna checker for alkalinity. But I'll use the Hanna checker every time, you know, without fail, because A, it's fast enough that I can actually do it. Right. You know, like it only takes me a minute, so I'll do it all the time. B, gives me a digital readout, so I don't know like when it turned pink or purple, did it change back, did it go, you know, where's the end point on this thing? Right. Uh, you know, all these different steps to it and time and whatever. And uh, B, it's reliable, man, or consistent, meaning that like I, every time I do it, it gives me a similar result. I could do the test five times and it's gonna be almost the same thing yeah. every single time. So uh, for me, consistency trumps uh, accuracy. And that's part of why when we talk about like getting the perfect level, you know, some people are looking for an alkalinity of seven because it's natural seawater or whatever. But like if I drop two DKH from seven and I'm at five, things are gonna go south. You know, if yeah. I'm at eight and a half and uh, I drop a point and a half, I'm back down to seven, you know? So like it is not as big of a deal. So really, man, I know all of us want accuracy, but almost nobody wants to buy it. You That's know, going to be expensive. Yeah, yeah. so you, like nobody wants to. You want to go buy lab grade test kits that are out there. Uh, I know, like some of the hawks, like the DR. Uh, yeah, the Hawkman. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know about that one, but like the Lamont one yeah. uh, we sell. You know, is uh, uh, you know, accuracy is you know both in you know the types of resurgence you're using. It's the quality of the instructions. Uh, accuracy means if it said you know mix it for 30 seconds, I hit the timer and I mix it for 30 seconds, not 25 or not mm -hmm. 35, man, but for 30, and then I make the reading. Mm -hmm. You know, if I do it at 25 one time and 45 the next. Uh, Accuracy's out the window, man. Yeah. It's not the same that's anymore. That's me being accurate and consistent, you know, yeah. versus the test kit, which even which even can make uh, leaps and bounds in some of this just the rate, the standard hobby grade ones too. Is how accurate and consistent I am at performing the test mm -hmm. versus the kit itself. Well, one of the cool things about the Lamont one is they use instead of like you know instead of giving you like some little cheap scoop to try to figure out how much to put in there level, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They give you a tablet. So the mm. reagent is in a uh, uh, like a sealed uh, uh, bottle where you stick it in there, kind of like you pull it out, kind of like it was oh, like yeah. a pharmaceutical or something. Okay. And then the reagent that you put in the solution comes in a little tablet 
that is the same amount every time. And then beyond that, it actually has three color changes. So it has a color change uh, of uh, like, uh, or the first color, you know, and then it has a color that you should get, and then a beyond end point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right? That makes so, sense. like, hey, you went too far. Yeah. Like, oh, that's sweet, good to know. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, now you know, and you can really start to get to read it. And one of the cool things about some of those better alkalinity ones is they have. You know, it's a it's a change based on pH, the color. Okay. And so, like, sometimes you know it'll be you know changes yellow, red, green, blue, whatever they chose. You know, but the more finite one is when you get two colors and where they both change and then it hits purple or something in the middle, and that's when you really get the intersection of two pH changes and you get a more finite reading. Mm. So, uh, yeah, man, consistency over accuracy. Uh, I know you want accuracy. We all do. Uh, getting it is tough. Uh, and especially <laughs> unless you want to, like, just dump money on it. Yeah. All right. What's another one? Uh, let's see. All right. 15 minutes left. Is it normal for a tank to use a lot more alk than calcium and mag? No. Uh, a lot? I'd say a no. Lot. No. Mm. Okay. Well, this is, well, I mean, this brings up another point, and I'll probably ask you here while we're asking this one, too. Well, so maybe, uh, right, if if somebody was using sodium bicarb at the sodium bicarb max concentration and then somehow it mixed up calcium chloride at like the calcium chloride concentration that was supposed to be used with soda ash for equal balancing, mm -hmm. then you might notice like, hey, I'm burning through twice as much sodium bicarb than I am calcium just to maintain levels. Uh, but that's just a concentration based type thing, right? So that's where but, that word normal, I think, comes in, right? Yeah. So I'd say it, it's very common that they're not like one perfect one for one, yeah. right? I mean, did you mix it to the exact milliliter? You know, mm -hmm. probably not. So, you know, it's pretty common that it's not one for one, you know, all the way, you know, a little bit different and it strays, you know, slightly over months. Uh, uncommon that it would be, you know, a lot more. Oh yeah. Right. Like something's wrong, you know, and it's almost certainly in the concentration in, in that case. Uh, uh, I can't think mm -hmm. of many other reasons. There's a handful of other reasons why it strays. Uh, I think Randy Holmes Farley has like a, a good article on that, but they're all kind of oddball things, and like mm -hmm. there's always a cause that you can fix usually. Would there be a, would there be a difference in like what, what about water volume? Would that have an effect on it? So say maybe and maybe it's not in a normal hundred gallon or fifty gallon tank for them to be completely disparate, but maybe in like what about a six seven hundred gallon tank? Would it, would it be more reasonable that there might be some disparity between the alkalinity and the calcium dose not being equal? Still probably wouldn't be that far apart though, right? I think it would be related uptake to the water, not about the water volume, okay. but the amount that you would add in comparison to the size of the amount of water. Right. So uh, typically smaller tanks have a higher coral to water density, mm -hmm. uh, especially like nanos and stuff, right. so it might actually have in there faster. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, but yeah, but if it's a lot, uh, something's wrong, and you should go looking for it, and it's probably in the concentration. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, Still not I, clear on what the difference is between soda ash and sodium bicarbonate and plus and minus of either on... Oh, that's a good one. Okay, do you want to hit Yeah, I'm going to try to finish the question when it pops up here as it, got, it gets cut off here. But uh, So the what's the difference between soda ash, sodium bicarbonate, and the plus and minus of either different types of tanks mixed SPS softies? I mean, basically, they're both doing the same thing. You're dosing, you know, alkalinity of the tank, so you're making, you know, uh, one sodium bicarbonate, one sodium carbonate. The main difference between the two is well, a couple different things. Like soda ash has a pH, that pH boosting effect, so it will it will elevate or can elevate pH. Sodium bicarb not so much. But you can only mix so much sodium bicarb into solution for concentration, and which is probably half of the concentration of what you can soda ash. So soda ash is a more concentrated uh, as far as like what, like I say, a gallon of solution, uh, and has a pH boosting effect. But both of them are dosing alkalinity to the tank. You can get the same job done by both. When would you choose one over the other? Okay, so uh, I would choose sodium bicarbonate if I want to make large changes. So if I'm going to go and make a DKH change to the tank, like I want to go from uh, 7 to 8 or, 
you know, from seven to eight point five or whatever. I would use uh, bicarbonate because it's kind of a very minimal change to the pH mm -hmm. of the tank. So I'm changing alkalinity, but I'm only changing uh, one element at a time. Uh, whereas if I, you know, use soda ash, it's going to add like a lot, or it's going to raise the pH pretty yeah. significantly all at once, right? right? And so I wouldn't want to do that. So that's why though that the soda ash is better for daily dosing, you know, I'm drip, drip, drip throughout, you know, most of the day, mm -hmm. is uh, that's best, you know, it's raising the pH, the corals are going to grow faster and uh, overall better for the tank. And so what I'll say is a lot of the, you know, commercial two parts out there are just sodium carbonate or bicarbonate, which is a, a less uh, or more dilute uh, okay. solution. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason for that, or they're a mix, but I think the reason for that is just because they're a lot safer to use. Okay. Like safer meaning for the tank. Yeah. Like it, mm -hmm. it's you can overdose it and you not know. have swings somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of designed, I think, for a wide breadth of reefers that some of them may not be, you know, well researched in what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So like it's a safer option. However, for, you know, a more intermediate to like pro level reefer who wants the best function, it's soda ash, you yeah. know, because you're going to raise the pH the most with that consistent and reliably over the day. So I, what I would say is anybody who's going to dose their tank should have soda ash around for, uh, or anybody's gonna do it this way, should dose soda ash as their two part, yeah. but you should all also have a bag of uh, uh, sodium car bicarbonate around, make a solution of that, to so do. to make you know occasional adjustments, okay. because you will, or make adjustments to your salt mix, or whatever you're gonna do, use bicarbonate for that, and it's super cheese, it cheap. You know, in fact, I probably wouldn't even buy a whole container. I'd probably buy just like one of, the, of our little oh, the single pouches. single pouch? Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like six or something bucks. Make a gallon. Yeah, make one it's gallon of it. It's last you forever. And you're probably good, yeah, for eons, for man. Because like, it, it's just small adjustments. Yeah. Uh, I bet you it lasts you multiple years. Mm -hmm. And But you're doing it right, and you're doing it safely. And like you said, uh -huh. uh, if you use uh, bicarbonate, you have to do double the dose as uh, soda ash so to have the, the same effect. a gallon yeah. doesn't last uh, last you half as long so if it lasts me you know a month now with bicarbonate it would only last me two weeks which i would prefer not to change the thing out every week mm. part of the nice part of two part is that it's pretty concentrated so i can you know change it out like monthly or so yeah. depending on the size of my container mm -hmm. all right cool. uh, another one here uh okay wait, wait uh uh, how can I rely on my doser if my two-part consumption is always changing? Stable dosing for weeks and then probably change a lot. So we'll, we'll see what else that says. Uh, you know what? Like, the if your consumption of two-part is changing, you know, rapidly, uh, I'd look at the reason why rather than the, what you're dosing. Uh, because if you're going up and down something is you know starting and stopping photosynthesis in the tank hmm. you know so something is causing those corals to rapidly grow and then stop you know and hmm. uh, figure out what that is right. uh, because that's your problem not the amount that you dose because most tanks will stabilize around a controlled amount of input of calcium chloride and soda uh, sodium carbonate or bicarbonate mm -hmm. so I just would really think about you know more that than the other all right uh well, let me see what's here uh okay how long does the two-part last after it's mixed i think you said you usually say what you can uh you can grandfather this stuff to the to your grandkids. I think you could bury me like with it. A uh, bottle, a yeah, bottle like of when they ash. dig me up a million years from now, you know, like, uh, like oh, sweet, two part. <laughs> uh, last forever, as long as you watch, uh, don't let it evaporate. Yeah. So the, nothing's going to happen to the calcium ions or the carbonate ions. Uh, they're all going to stay just fine. Hmm. Uh, the only difference would be that, you know, if you didn't put a lid on it, it would evaporate over time which means Increase it would just get a little bit more concentrated yeah. and even that man probably isn't the hugest deal you know hmm. uh, as long as it was a reasonable amount uh let's see what else we got here would oh, break down the bottom there you just scrolled past it uh would you recommend someone new to dosing go for a two-part or straight to a four-part interesting uh so if you recommend someone new to dosing so you know what when I when I see when I think of four part, there's really a 
There's not much like four part, uh, basically like Triton stuff, right? Uh, like maybe your alkalinity split up into two, and then you have a calcium, and you're dosing magnesium on all on a balanced scale. But uh, if if new to dosing, uh, as easy as possible, and I think it's easier for me to dose two than it is to dose four, where I don't have to initial investment, in, investment initially, and then just programming and making sure that this one's not dosing with this one and hopefully I didn't get this mixed up when I'm replenishing them. I, I can do like a alkalinity in one and a calcium in the other. I can do it in five gallon buckets at large. I don't, that's even better. Like if I have a, a smaller tank or like a, like a 50 gallon tank or what have you and I'm going through a gallon of solution in a month, I can make, if I have room and I'm gonna make, I can mix up a five gallons of this stuff and I don't have to touch it for a long time. That's super easy for me. I agree. So uh, I definitely say new to reefing, uh, I'd just say the BRS two part because it's cheap, and easy, mm. affordable, like straightforward, tons of success, you know, and, and tons of success, endless tanks behind it. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd just say if I didn't want to mix it, you know, which is just adding water to it for some reason, I'd probably would still go two part and I'd probably use this Bionic guy just because it, it also has tons of success behind it. It just costs a little bit more because it's pre-mixed with water for you mm. and, you know, has some trace elements in it. This is what I, I, I'd say, though, is, is you know, it kind of depends on your mentality to reefing. When I give that answer, it's kind of like a blanket answer because... When you're new to reefing, you tend to not want to put big investments into it, right? right? Like, not just the average person. And then you get more and more into it, and the more success you have, the increase your willingness to invest in it. Like, if I'm setting up a brand new tank, my willing to invest in it is, you know, just minimal to some degree. If I've had a tank for five years, and, you know, every time that somebody comes to my house, the first thing they do is go to the tank and say, how awesome is it? They bring their kids over to yeah. see this tank because it's so awesome. Well, my willingness to invest in that kind of success is skyrocketing, you know, because like I got so much success, big source of pride, you know, and I've seen, you know, what happens when I put in success into it. So if you just wanted to start from this, you know, from the beginning, man, and like put, you know, uh, the most effort into it, I guess, you know, for me, I probably would say that for 90% or 99% even, man, of the tanks out there, the BRS two-part and probably this guy, you know, here addressing trace elements, but even just water changes is going to produce results. And then if I wanted to use the best, like I just said I wanted to use best, I can't help it. I, I would definitely, you know, go ahead and, you know, think about using a Triton guy because, you know, best to me, man, isn't just a bunch of claims, you know, like, hey, I include all the stuff that's supposed to be in there. Best to me, it means accountability too. And so when they attach it to the ICP testing and say, see, it actually works there. the way yeah. they were supposed huh. to, like, oh, all right, sweet. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, it, and then better yet, hey, hey, you got something unique going on in your tank where whatever cobalt's being depleted faster than normal, here's some cobalt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like a not trace element elixir that has everything under the sun where if I want to get my cobalt up, I got to dose like uh, 50 other unwanted elements. Yeah. I'm going to dose cobalt. You know, yeah. maybe I don't want to, maybe I do, but I think trace out between water changes uh, and this guy, I think you're going to do better than 99% of reefers out there. And if you're part of the top 1% with that solution, mm -hmm. you got to really start thinking about the benefits of the incremental le uh, uh, fractions of the top 1%. You know, <laughs> like, what is it really? So uh, for me, man, if you're a newer reefer, BRS two-part, if you're a newer reefer willing to invest, you know, it's not just to cheap the chemicals, but you also probably only need two dosing pumps, say, you know, they're 140 bucks. Uh, if I'm gonna dose this guy, you actually only need three. For a lot of people don't maybe don't know this, but with the four part of, uh, of the Triton method, you can actually mix, you know, the two alkalinity components together. Mm, three A and three B. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then just dose double, double that, that amount, right? And, you know, that's kind of confusing as to why that is. But one of the things is you can get a lot more calcium diluted into water mm -hmm. than you can uh, alkalinity, right? Mm -hmm. And so for us, like, we don't bother with that. Like, you could get a lot more of this calcium chloride. It can make super, super potent calcium chloride. But for me, it's just way easier for the average reefer to understand the fact that you dose equal amounts of these every day instead of trying to go mad scientist and get the most I can of this one, but then some kind of weird corresponding amount of, of this one. And it just, like, I got to do the math all the time. It just gets kind of confusing. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's true of actually the Red Sea one. So the Red Sea one, they do do that. They make the calcium as potent as possible, and the alkalinity is just less. 
And then the advantage of that is the calcium one lasts a lot longer, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I don't have to change the calcium one out as often. So that's pretty, pretty nice, I guess. But the dosage are not one to one anymore. So kind of what they did with uh, the uh, Core 7 is come in between that. Hey, you dose two of these uh, alkalinity ones and it'll make the calcium one stronger. And lo and behold, man, yeah. you can dose equal amounts of everything. The conversation's easy, specifically for a newer reefer, same amount of each four of these. Uh, but if you wanted and you wanted to step up your game or you only had three-headed doser, just go ahead and mix the two alkalinities together and add uh, twice as much. So there's some method to the madness there uh, and, uh, you know, not always known. There's like right. two or three calls for if we're going to talk about these oh. since they're up here. All right, so they're up there, man. Like, why not? So uh, talking about two-part, 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 two-part. Uh, trace. In, in the past, there was uh, uh, some one-parts out there. Uh, most of them were garbage. Uh, I saw one out there that uh, says that it was super gold deluxe calcium additive. I forget the actual name, but uh, you know, it says adds all trace elements, all major, minor, and trace elements in one solution. Everything. Yep, everything. Super gold deluxe. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> that was accurate. It did, because it was sand. <laughs> in, a, in a container, man. Uh, and Which so, is everything. Yeah, it's everything. But if I put the sand in the tank, it, it ain't going to like ionize into the solution and feed the <laughs> tank. So, I mean, kind of misleading. Uh, but at the same time, I guess, True. like technically accurate, but stupid <laughs> at the same time. Uh, you know, and that's the really kind of magic elixir stuff. And so after that, you know, you saw, was it calcium citrate or? Acetate. 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 Okay, so ca calcium acetate mm -hmm. was another one part. That one's a legit one. Yeah. Calcium uh, goes in the tank, ionizes, you know, floats off. The alkal or the acetate then is, you know, metabolized by bacteria in the water, and then turns into uh, a carbon and alkalinity in the tank. Uh, downside is is there's like an organic carbon molecule that's attached to the acetate, mm -hmm. which you know rapidly depletes the oxygen, oxygen. Yeah. In, in the tank, so your fish will die. Mm -hmm. You know, if you use more than a little bit, you know, like. There's a real like maximum to this that you probably wouldn't want to go past, and because of that it never got popular. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, new new world we live in uh, is uh, the carbocalcium, which is calcium formate. 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 Yeah. I always uh -huh. want to say formate, but it's formate. Yeah. And same thing. What happens? Uh, yeah. Same thing. Uh, just the ba the beneficial bacteria break down the formate. Uh, release some carbonate and without the oxygen depletion uh, now you get alkalinity out of the same thing too uh, the only thing is uh, like well it's just as strong like when you mix it into solution it's just as strong as the standard two part but mm -hmm. it's one type of it's one thing uh, the, the, the carbocalcin doesn't have trace elements it's just straight yeah. alkalinity and calcium just straight calcium alkalinity and the yeah. carbocalcium but like you said, like you put it in there and into the solution and you know, the solution hits the water, calcium goes off, ionizes the uh, formate. I don't know if uh, uh, the right terminology is that it breaks down, but right. the, the bacteria definitely metabolize the uh, uh, formate. Formate, formate, yeah. formate, yeah. Uh, formate into uh, uh, carbonate alkalinity in the tank and it does it in a balanced manner. Now, one of the downsides with the one part uh, we discussed uh, oh, yeah. the other day is that, you know, it is a balanced amount, but, you know, like there's different uptakes in the tanks, probably different types of coral or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so what if it isn't uptake in the exact equal amount? I, there's, uh, unless I have another solution, I can't make adjustments. Yeah, you can't fix it with this. Yeah. So you're going to buy a jug of calcium chloride and uh, sodium bicarbonate anyway and keep that around. And again, I'd probably get the little one gallon pouches because it'll it just for adjustments. The amount you have to make changes is probably yeah. little. Yeah. You're going to make little adjustments. Uh, so also that takes a little bit, you know, probably, I don't know the exact amount of time, but you know, it, it isn't like... Dial in. Well, you don't add calcium or sodium carbonate to the tank and like be able to test for it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. It actually needs to be metabolized yeah. first. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of one of the stable things that you're not going to test like, you know, immediately after dosing. I'm going to, you know, test dosing it every day mm -hmm. and make sure that it's a, it's a stable solution. Hmm. And, you know, so uh, the next one is, though, the Alpha Reef guy. 
Yeah, which is basically the same thing, the carbocalcium, except for they have all of the trace elements built into this all one. Essential. All no, the essential. Trace all the essential trace elements, not all of them. Whatever essential means. But yeah, uh, so now I've got uh, one solution that does the same thing as the carbocalcium with uh, the single solution, but also addresses my trace elements. Mm -hmm. And I don't need a third bottle, I don't need a third mixing jug or fourth or seven dosing heads. I can do it all in one. So. Cool. The only reason that I'm not like screaming this thing from the mountaintop is just because you haven't seen tens of thousands of tanks produce results with it. Mm -hmm. What I have seen is a, a Zach's tank that's a little 60 gallon cube, you know, filled with uh, SPS corals from top to bottom, successful with this guy, right? What I have seen is the UP, uh, ULM uh, polyp and softy tank, mm -hmm. you know, successful with this guy. Uh, right now, the LPS version is also on this, but that tank just got corals not not like too distant or past. Yeah. So it hasn't had corals in it long enough for me to say like super awesome success. But if Zach can do it in his, I can't imagine why it wouldn't happen in mine. So we're we're starting to see that, and I think you're going to start to see over time like more and more more people gravitate to this one part Single solution part. Mm -hmm. because in the one part, you know, another advantage of one part, no sodium, no chloride. Mm -hmm. So no effect on salinity, uh, big, big advantage. Uh, and really, man, uh, one dosing pump, man. So my dosing pump solution just went Damn. from, you know, 140 bucks to 70 bucks, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just one thing to dial in. You probably do need to make adjustments to it over time uh, because that might be the most, never be the number one most popular, but uh, you're definitely gonna see people gravitate to it. You're going to see the trailblazers out there producing tanks. You're going to eventually, you know, see more and more people thinking about it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it is uh, 4.05, so uh, I think we'll call it a day. Sure. All right. So what's on Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday, we're looking at the Tropic Mare. Or we're looking at a Tropic Marin video on uh, actually... Salt mixes. Salt mixes, yeah. yeah. Which salt mix you need, or which salt mix, uh, which one of the three that we carry, the Tropic Marin salt mixes, and for what tank? Uh, and then I also threw one in there the about classic. the classic. Yeah, the classic salt, the Pro Reef salt, and then the Bioactive salt. What do they do? Uh, so I explained that for you on Wednesday. And I also got another one in there. We're going to have two going on on Wednesday. The second one is how to uh, extend your Neptune dose away from your tank if you want to use it like we do for auto water changes or continuous water changes. So, yeah. All right, Friday, I promise you. Dave, you're going to get it done? Yep. All right, Dave said promises. Yeah, he's already like half done, so I'm pretty certain we're going to see it. But we're going to see the hybrid method, uh, what we install on all of these tanks, and uh, for calcium, alkalinity, and uh, or uh, major, minor, and trace elements. So we'll see you then. All right, thanks. Take care, guys.